Greetings to all my brownies out there across the USA. We are back with another episode of Brown Table Conversations. My name is Terry G, your favorite brown boy next door, and also the host of Brown Table Conversations. And we are back to get into some things, y'all. Now, it's been a while. I will say it's been a while. It's been a few weeks. I've been sick um, with the flu, (laughs) y'all. Thank you for everyone who sent me your kind words and your prayers to everyone else. Suck my ass. Um... So, um, yeah, so I was sick for about two weeks and I decided that um, even though, you know, after the two week process, I was feeling a little bit better. I just wanted to wait until I gave I could give like 100 percent myself to the podcast and to you all because I love y'all and I love that y'all love me. So, um, yeah, so that's pretty much what's been going on. Um, Besides that, I've been um, trying to navigate school online, which has been, yeah, a whole nother conversation for a whole nother discussion. Um, So I'm pretty sure you guys want to know who my guest this week is. I will say that my guest star, my co-star this week is one of the funniest people I know. I love her to pieces. And... um, yeah, without further ado, I just want to introduce y'all to OG Johnson, everybody. OG Johnson, what's going on? Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Not what's up, everybody. Yes, I can hear you. All right, so OG Johnson, you know, now that you are here live and um, via remote, because um, we are, you know, taking precautionary measures, it is COVID and flu season, people, so we just want to make sure everybody is safe while the podcast is going on. Okay, so now, OG Johnson, let the people know a little bit about you. Just give them a little insight, just a little taste, not not the whole thing. Give them a little bit, like the cookie jar, not the kitchen. What's up? The cookie jar, not the kitchen. Um... I'm a I'm a reformed uh, drug dealer. What? Um, child. Anyway, so. It's like no. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I, I had a clothing line called. I, I had the clothing line called uh, Conscious Attire. Right now, it's on pause because I'm currently in nursing school, fighting for my life. As you should I'm give it up for life, give it up for OG Johnson. She is a de- a nurse in the making. People, you know how difficult that is. The really? fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that shit is really fucking hard. The NCLEX and all of that, the T's test, all of that it's shit hard. made my brain hurt it's from hard. day one. All of that shit made it's my hard. brain hurt. It's hard. <laughs> but um, what's your sign? I mean, I you know, know, niggas love zodiacs. You know. a just like just like me. Just like me, it's giving just like me vibes. Okay. What crazy, sexy, cool cancer? Period. Heavy on a sexy. Anyway. And and that's just that on that. (laughs) Anyway. All right, y'all. So without further ado, it's my favorite time of all. Well, actually, one of my favorite times because another favorite segment we're going to get into later on in the show, later on in the show. But right now, it's story time. And um, during story time, I basically, if you've listened to episode two, that's where I introduced story time. It's basically going to be me giving a story time about a time where I had a crazy moment or something extreme happened to me. And um, 
we can either laugh at my pain or learn from this experience. So um, without further ado, <laughs> without further ado, the, um, the story time is the time in high school when I was targeted by other students. I was just telling OG that that sounded real political when I wrote that shit. The time in high school when I was targeted by other students. Okay. So we're going to get into it now. To get into it, basically, how it started was I was a senior in high school. This was probably the most extreme thing that ever happened to me in high school because I was definitely a, I, I was one of them that threw the bowls. I was a nuck if you buck, you know, all of that good stuff. So pretty much um, I was a senior in high school and I was going to class. It was like the beginning of the school year and I was going to class. Um, and this was actually like seven o'clock in the fucking morning. Like, you know, when the, the school actually opens up, I'm walking down the hallway and it was a couple freshmen. Now, the couple of freshmen was just chilling, you know, by the um, by the auditorium. And I was walking past to get to my first period class. And as I'm walking, a friend of mine noticed what was going on because I wasn't really hip to what was going on at the time because I didn't think nobody was paying attention to me. I didn't think nobody was, was like, you know, caring about me walking down the hallway. Whole time they was plotting on me trying to like jump me in the hallway seven o'clock in the fucking morning. What the fuck? What did they put in your fucking Cheerios? To make you want to try to jump a person at 7 o'clock in the fucking morning. What the fuck type of, like, Red Bull fucking whole milk is y'all drinking? Hot Cheetos. Like, fuck. Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos and fucking Blue Pop. Like, that's all y'all niggas was good for. Like, the fuck? So, anyway... Um, so my friend kind of tapped me on my shoulder and she was like, yo, you need to be aware of your surroundings because... These little niggas was just trying to like run down on you, and I'm like, oh. And if you if you're not from Philly, getting ran down on is basically like you know, yeah, it's a jammy. And if you don't know what a jammy is, then you don't need to be listening to this podcast. So, um, yeah. So pretty much, I was about to get into a jammy. You know what I'm saying? And um, that kind of led to me like starting to pay attention to what was going on around me. So that whole day I was kind of like on alert because I'm like, these niggas might strike again knowing that I wasn't paying attention the first time. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Cause yeah, I'm hip to the bullshit. I ain't, don't play with me. I'm a senior. Y'all freshmen stop playing. And I was smelling myself a little bit too. But um, yeah, so that kind of led into, you know, me paying attention to my surroundings throughout the day. And Lo and behold, I did not expect this to happen, but it actually fucking happened. So I was coming. I was uh, I did my uh, period for lunch and I left and I was walking up the steps to the next period class that I had after lunch. And as I'm walking up, it's a group of young boys. I'm assuming probably sophomores, freshmen. They were standing by the door that I had to go through to get into the hallway for my class. So I'm like, all right, here we go. So now as a senior, I'm I'm out. I'm I'm not straight. Everybody knows. If you know, you know. I'm not hiding nothing at this point. I'm a senior in high school. I'm gay. So niggas knew I was gay. So I think that also added to the target, you know, that I had on my back, the fact that I was gay as well. I digress. I don't give a fuck. That never stopped me from being who the fuck I wanted to be because at the end of the day, yeah, it's up. So... Um, so to make a long story short, when I was coming up the steps, going in, about to go into the hallway, about to open the door, I had my cell phone in my hand. And at the time I had an iPhone four. And if you know about iPhone fours, you knew how important that shit was to me. Cause iPhones at the time when it was like iPhone fours and all that, they was really, really important to people. Like you were somebody, if you had an iPhone four, iPhone four, iPhone five, you know, iPhone three G all that. So, um, so let me try to think So I had the phone in my hand And as I'm opening the door One of the little niggas Snatched the fucking phone out my hand 
like literally snatches the phone out my hand. So now I'm like, oh my God, I got to fight. Now I'm like, I got to fight. I got to fight because I'm getting this fucking phone back. I don't give a fuck what is going down. I need to get this phone back. So um, I kind of, and then mind you, it was like six or seven of them just standing around and they all knew each other. So once the one boy took the phone from me, it was kind of like they was playing like, you know, hot potato with my cell phone. And at this point, I'm like, yo, I'm low key pissed right now because I'm like, not y'all niggas playing hot potato with my motherfucking cell phone. Cut the cameras. Dead ass. In the middle of like school Like this is school Like what are we doing right now This is school So anyway I turn around and I'm like Period I gotta get that fucking phone back I don't I'm not going I'm not leaving this hallway without this phone So long story short They playing hot potato And I'm like Trying to keep up with my eyeballs To make sure I know Cause I'm trying to think of who I should attack first So I finally catch on to um, Who had the phone last But the nigga When he went to go toss it to the next His next friend or his homie or whatever He dropped it on the ground As soon as he dropped it on the ground That was fair game Dropped it on the ground When I tell you OG I clotheslined the whole fucking group With one hand I said oh y'all niggas Yeah Clotheslined the whole group Picked up the phone Then they like I just heard like you know faint noises in the background like people talking like oh yeah hit that nigga hit that nigga oh he think he da, 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 da. I said oh yeah yeah oh yeah went to go put the bag down I said hello to my teacher put my bag down put the phone inside the bag came back out the hallway like what the fuck is up what's up what's up because the one thing you're not gonna do is play with me and you know I try to be so cute so nice so polite but don't play with me and that's just how it is so i waited out there nothing happened but that's pretty much how it happened like and i'm pretty sure it was the same group of young men that probably wanted to target me in the morning that targeted me in the afternoon and point blank in the period is the moral of that story to me was that don't let nobody play with you and pay attention to what's going on around you i think at that moment that kind of like woke me up inside like you got to pay attention because Honestly, by senior year, I thought I was the shit. So at that point, I'm like, ain't nobody fucking with me. Ain't nobody checking for me. The fuck niggas is scared of me. No shade. <laughs> no shade. Niggas was scared. Like, yeah. And I dare somebody to try to pretend like it wasn't that. You know, come holler at me. Um. Anyway, so real hard. Real bad. Really. So, um, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah so pretty much that was just like a crazy moment in time and like i said the marauder story to me was that you know just pay attention to everything that's going on around you because you never know when somebody is watching you and i think that's when i started putting my spidey antennas and you know started to pay attention to shit around me so yeah that's that's the story time people that's it i just have one question okay or any of those men that tried to gang rape you gay now? You know, honestly, not gang rape. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not going to say that. Right. Listen, <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I honestly think that one of them is. But, you know, they say one out of five men is gay. In your friend group, if it's five of y'all, nine times out of ten, at least one of y'all is gay. So and that um, one is gay is sucking all of their dick. Yeah, literally. Probably that's probably what it is. They just the bottom getting gang banged at this point. Literally. Listen, this is you. not this is not the, <laughs> not the discussion or the lane we were supposed to go in with this. <laughs> um listen, you know, this is what I'm saying. This is why I say she's one of the funniest people I know. Listen. Um No, I just wanted to know because you know I, I 
I can spot a tree. And and and, and, uh, and wait, because honestly, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Like niggas really do be taunting like openly openly homosexual men because yes. nine times out of ten they want them. And you know, I felt that a lot, you know. <laughs> I felt that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Say, say how you said it again. I need to. I need to. I, need to. <laughs> I was saying that I felt that. Okay. Um, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Not the shit in against tonight. Not the shit in against. Okay, listen. Those trades are very aggressive. Listen, and they are out here on the prowl. You have to be careful, ladies. Ladies engaged, you have to be careful. Yes. Um. They the ones that shooting these. Tra- no shade. Yes. No no tra- transgender. We gotta make niggas aware around here. Transgender. Spreading awareness. One person at a time. Anyway, so um that's kinda like where I wanted to open up um the, the next topic for discussion, being bullied in school. So um I honestly I had my fair share of being bullied and I had my fair share of bullying. And I think yeah. ultimately that I I, I bullied because I got bullied. You know how they say hurt people hurt people? I was one of yeah. them hurt people. I was hurting people. I was really like, but honestly, and I, I will say this, ultimately, um, I never wanted to be a bully. It was never me trying to be a bully. I was one of those people where if you started something, I was going to finish it. Now, it, you may have started it lightly, but I'm going to finish it heavy. Period. So it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, like even if you even if it was like a tiptoe and you was trying to be funny on some secretive shit. Now I'm dropping this fucking load on you because now we now we really got to get into it. Um, but yeah. So, OG, tell me a time where you feel like, you know, you were getting bullied or if you've never gotten bullied before. Tell me about a time where you did some bullying that you may not be proud of or you may be proud of whatever. Go ahead. I feel like uh, I'm trying to think I felt bad I used to be mean to this girl that I was in like elementary school with she was so nice man I was just going through shit at home and wanted to be mean to somebody else I'm the youngest so my sister was mean to me and I would go to school and be mean to people but um, other than that anybody else that I was anybody else that I was ever mean to besides that one person Anybody else that I was mean to, you was mean to me first. And like you said, I will take it to the furthest extent. And then they will probably call that bullying because, like, I don't stop. Once I don't like you, I just keep going. Yeah, I feel like um, when I had my fair share of doing the bullying or whatever, I felt like for me, if I can recall all the times that I actually bullied people, um, I was a lot of times I was trying to bully the bully. Right. Because I was one of those people where I'm not about to, like, I'm not saying that I was in the same boat as, you know, like a nerd or something like that, because I, I, me and a nerd will never be in the same boat. You know, we're just not the same <laughs> people. Um, But <laughs> that's no shade. No shade. We're just not the same people. I'm not a nerd. I have glasses. Not a nerd. Not at all. Um, Yeah. So it's like I never wanted to bully, like. You know, people who I thought like were outcasts like me because I was low key treated like an outcast because even when I wasn't out as gay, p- people always like perpetuated. They're like, oh, he's gay. Like you could tell like the switch in his walk or like he don't got no bass in his voice or um, niggas talking deeper than him. Well, deep I mean, you know, I ain't want to say all that because, you know, the niggas, you know, you ain't got to be gay to have a fat butt. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
get it touched on, you know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I cannot with this. Listen, I can't. I, I, we didn't even get to the actual topic of sex yet, and this is what we talking about. That's because that's what we talking about when we get around each other. But um, I'm filthy. So am I A filthy freaking mess I'm a horse Like I'm just kidding um, Yeah like I just felt like um, I always wanted to bully the bully Because number one What the fuck is you bullying people for What like You have too much time on your hands To be bullying people You're supposed to be reading and writing And getting that shit together That's why you bullies be fucking stupid that's why a lot of you bullies be fucking stupid a lot of you bullies be the same dumb motherfuckers that be wanting to be on the corner with 6, 7, 8, 11, 12 of your friends and then that's another thing sidebar stop sitting on the fucking corner with a thousand niggas because one of y'all is getting money one just one just one the rest of y'all is out there because y'all think it's cute one of y'all's getting money and the rest of y'all's out there because this is just what the fuck y'all like to do. Y'all like the lollygag. So my point in saying that is I feel like a lot of those niggas probably was bullies because niggas don't be having nothing better to do. But also, um, some niggas is like that, but then sometimes it could be like an at home thing. And I don't want to because I don't want to I don't want to play it like, you know, bullies are just fucking bullies they're just mean ass people because a lot of times shit be going on in people's houses people's households Mm -hmm. and we don't know what's going on so the trigger that they get at the household could be what ultimately makes them react the way that they do at school um they could be getting bullied at home no shade they could be getting bullied at home from you know family members moms dads you know brothers older brothers and they take like you said your older sister was bullying you so you will bully the people in school because you never know what's going on at home you know what i'm saying like not to say that your situation was like that dire or that deep but just to say that like you know some people oh, really, okay, okay fight for my life okay r kelly robert so um <laughs> but yeah like i just i also want people to be aware that like at this point you know with the knowledge that i have now if I come across a bully at this point now, my first reaction, my first reaction, keep in mind, I said my first, my first reaction is to try to figure out what's wrong. Like what, what, what's going on? Like what led up to you to get to this moment, especially as an adult, as an adult, right. bully, as an adult bully in the workplace, we got to talk about that because guess what? No. We both adults. This is not school. I don't need this job and I will whoop your ass. Let's, Literally. let's start there. Literally wash you at work behind you thinking shit is weak. Okay. Like, let's start there. So, because you know that, I think at this point now, you move accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Like, I literally just, will get washed at work. Uh, like, washed. Like, washed up. Like, <laughs> no. I'm literally, like, I'm dragging your ass through this entire building. Because, Period. and especially if I got to get, that's another thing too, another sidebar. If I got to get to the level where I'm about to whoop your ass at work, I'm going to whoop your ass. Because the thing about it is if I whoop your ass, whether I whoop your ass on some light shit or whether I whoop your ass on some hard shit at work, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm finna tear your ass to pieces. I'm finna wear your ass out like a jean jacket. And that's just on my mama. No, seriously. That's just on my mama. So if I got to take it there, I'm whooping on your ass. But that's, you know, we don't have to take it there because that's not my first reaction. And that's not what I do. 
I'm not a fighter. I'm not. I'm not a. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fighter. I'm not a person that likes to fight. At this point in my life, I'm not a person that likes to fight. I don't. I would rather, much rather, try to you know, figure out what's going on before we take it there. Because I know once you take it there, it's hard for you to take the shit back. So I agree. So yeah. Um. So that's pretty much how I would deal with a bully, like at work versus um, like a bully in school. I feel like bullies in school, because I feel like um. Versus in school, like when I'm when I'm when I used to like bully the bully at school, I I shoot I shot first and I didn't ask the questions because I knew what was going on. I knew at some point whether you was trying to bully me or whether you was bullying somebody else that I over like I overheard or I seen you do the shit. I'm <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm ready to fight because what's your problem? We ain't here to fucking learn. And to be honest with you, I know most people who know me feel like I have like a a huge attitude problem where like. I'm still on that shoot first, ask questions later. But I care about my education. I really do care about my education. And like when it comes to a time where I feel like the education is being like tarnished because in the middle of me trying to learn, it's chaos and confusion. So now it's becoming a fucking issue for me because now I'm trying to learn and you are you're interrupting that that my session. You're interrupting what I'm trying to do. So now, yeah. Now I was really ready to whoop your ass at that point. But Anyway, at the end of the day, as a bully, you have to look inside yourself and figure out what's going on. Ultimately, it's somewhere deep down inside of you that, you know, you're being triggered. It's just a triggering episode or a triggering moment that is um, recurring for you in a very um, problematic way. And I feel like if you if you listening to this and you feel like based on what you heard, you put, you could potentially be a bully. Stop it now, because there could be Martha, or there could be Tyrone, or Jerome, or um, you know Mabel, whoever, at work, and they watching you, and they know you doing this. And I want you to know, bullying people, especially at work, never ends well. I know y'all heard about that tasty cake commercial. I mean that tasty cake situation in Philadelphia. Do you remember that? Blue day honey buns okay. off. Okay. I mean, let's talk about it. They said, bitch, you finna be a Swiss roll. <laughs> or is that a little dang? Is that a little dang? <laughs> okay. Is that a little Debbie's? I don't know. Either way, they said, they said, bitch, you finna be a pecan swirl up in here. Nope. Um... <laughs> But um, but, um, oh, I pity those people. Yeah, no, for real though, because it's like, but you at the end of the day, just stop picking with people. Stop picking with people because you don't know what the bully got going on, and the bully don't know what the person got going on at home. Stop Mm -hmm. doing that to people, and people be trying to. People sometimes end up killing themselves because because of you know the the trauma. That these bullies are, especially these children, especially the children. That's what's really, and I'm glad. I, I'm glad I remembered that I wanted to discuss that as well when it came down to bullying. Leave these fucking kids alone, especially these LGBTQ plus. You know, I don't know the whole spectrum, but leave these fucking kids alone, for real. These kids, they come to school, they be themselves, and why be upset because they want to be their them their authentic self? Mm-hmm. This is exactly who they want to be. 
And the saying goes, what I eat don't make you shit. So at the end of the day, stop fucking with people because none of this is benefiting you. Period. Case closed. None of it is benefiting you. You're not going to get a dollar from it. You're not going to, you know, the only, the only, the only thing you're going to end up getting from this in some form of light, whether it's positive or negative, is you being the next person on America's Most Wanted. Whether you the victim or whether you the attacker. Either way, you're going to be on America's Most Wanted. Leave fucking people alone, for real. Because there's somebody out there like me that's waiting for a bully to try me. Okay. Dej Loaf said it best. If you don't know, now you know. (laughs) All right, y'all. So the next topic or the next subject or the next segment, rather, that we are going to discuss or that we are going to go over is everyone's favorite it's my favorite it's og's favorite it's everyone's fucking favorite i scream you scream we all scream for sex all right so to start it off to get into it um og i want to ask you a question um as far as you know sexual experiences goes um i want you to tell me a little bit about what it was like for you growing up in your teens before you realized like what sexual experience or what sexual awakening made you feel like I like girls like this this is the lane I want to be in and this is where I want to go like I mean although you know a lot of us know um very very early on that you know we are you know lesbians gay or whatever you know we know who we want to be at a very early age but what sexual peak or sexual moment like was it for you was there for you that made you just feel like like damn i really like girls like because i really can't stop taking my eyes i can't you know you know go ahead let me know um let me think oh all right i can i can give like an exact moment kind of like right my cousin he used to always try to get me to be the middle person between him and females like oh yeah say that say that say that and i'll be like Damn, you can't they like they doing whatever they acting like this, and I'm like, oh, I kind of like this. Oh, this little, oh. <laughs> it really like that over here. Like, Nasty. oh, what is it? And then I remember, um, one time we sitting there, he talking to somebody on the phone or whatever. He told a girl like, moon on the phone real quick. He gave me the phone. I was like, oh my What? <laughs> Not moan on the phone real quick. How old were you when that happened? Um, I probably was like, I was in middle school. Oh, so like, <laughs> being in middle school, like, what did that do for you? Like, when you heard that moan, like, you was like, all right, yeah, I want to experience this in like real life, live in a color. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I need this. I need to see what this like for real, for real. Oh, wow. Um, but then on the other side, like, if you know me in person, I'm quiet. Like, so it was kind of like, right. I don't know how to, my cut. like, if you meet my cousin, he's like outgoing. He can talk mm. to any female. Mm. So then when you meet me, it's kind of like, I don't know how to really be that type of person. Right. And then I'm real, like, it, it was never like, I don't know. I just was like, damn, that's what I want. But I just didn't know how to go about getting it. 
Now, you know... Because I don't like rejection, so I'm not just going to blatantly come up to somebody and be like, I like you. It's funny that you you bringing all this up um, because literally I feel like that is like the cancer in you because I also feel like it's the cancer in me. It's really hard for us to like if we like somebody or if we <clears throat> if we feel like, you know, the person that, you, you know, the person that we are interested in, if we feel like they are something like somebody of value and we appreciate them. A lot of times it's hard for us to speak up. It's hard mm-hmm. for us to be like, oh, I want you. Oh, I want to talk to you. Because it's almost like, you know, you go right into that shell because it's like, damn. Like, you know you fine. Like, you know you cute. And you know you can have this person, honestly, with your charisma and all of that stuff. You know, your personality and everything. Your characteristics and all of that. Like, you know you could get this person. But it's like, damn, I'm nervous. Like, damn, is they going to want me? Like, I want, like, you know, right. it's like you, you want to make sure that everything. Yeah. So, um... That's funny. And it's funny that you said it because you are so fucking quiet. Like, not quiet in a sense that, like, you just are very reserved. And I always appreciated that about you. That's what really made me, like, tap into you way more than I already did because I'm like, this is a quiet, like, you know, this is a person that's reserved. They, you know, care about their energies and, you know, protecting their peace and all that. I feel that because I feel like I'm one of those people too. So, yeah, but we ain't really trying to get on the spiritual thing. So, um, Right. So basically what I'm trying to ask is what what's it giving? Like, do you strap on or do you not strap on? Like are you fifty cent in the bedroom or what? Get the strap. Like what <laughs> like what is it giving? I just wanna know. Like like is it is it that? Like, do you need strap? Like like what is it going on? Like, yeah. And and also, you know, speaking of straps. Um, I also want you to tell me if there was ever a time that you used something as a strap that wasn't a strap. Let's go. <laughs> all right. First of all, we're going into part one, part two first. No, I never did it. But, oh, okay. You ain't as kinky as I thought. Okay. <laughs> but all right. Hold on. Wait. Let me, I'm, I'm going to go back. I'm going to answer for question one. Then we're going to go back to two. Um, of course I do. Like, like. It's, what it's, you mean? Of course you do. You act like people know who you are. Of oh, course you yeah. do what? So you use a strap and what? Not. Like how? How you giving it up? What? What? what what's going on? Even though one hand on neck, one hand on front. Okay, but before before we do go any further with this, because I don't want any of these lesbian women thinking that you know you got a chance with OG. It's not happening. It's not Sorry. OG is taken at the moment by a very lovely young woman um, who is very accommodating. I love her so much. And also, um, she dresses very well. And uh, lastly, she has good weed. Every time I come over there, I'm very high. So, shout out to Risa. Um, Big yeah. Reese. Yeah, shout out to her. She's so cute. Actually, no, scratch that. She don't like when I say that. Oh, Shout out to Risa. Yeah, period. Put some respect on her mother. Buy her book, paper cut. Uh, period. Buy that. Mu- no, no, sorry. That's not. The, that's not her book. It's dancing in my, dancing in my, dancing in my tears. Dancing in my tears. Act like you know the paper yeah. cut is the Instagram. Paper cut is the Instagram. Paper I'm sorry. cut. How many R's is in the paper cut? It's three R's. Yes, three R's in the paper cut. Because real recognize real. You period. Feel me? So we told them three R's and y'all recognize real shit. Period. Stamp that. Philly shit. Got the dog coughing in the background and everything. Philly shit. Period. But, so, um, yeah, please, please no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so, giving one hand on neck, one hand on frontal, but 
please, no, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> okay, so one hand, on, one arm on neck, one arm on frontal. Why are you being weird yeah, to me? Right. So like, that's really how but you. But I'm usually up? the one that's saying why are you being weird to me. Hmm. So since you feel like you usually the one saying why are you being weird to me, what if? There was, let's just say, you not, let's just say you're not in a relationship, you single. And there is a, a stud that's trying to get with you. And never. they like, why are you being happen. weird to me? It would never happen. Why? Why are you being weird to them? <laughs> because, <laughs> like, what? Because I what? Can't, I can't, I can't see myself, like allowing it to happen okay so you feel like you pretty much know who you are you know what you like and that's just not it right i can never see myself yeah totally makes sense i mean i feel like on a sexual spectrum i growing up when like when i was younger before i actually like really really tapped into myself i used to feel like i was a bottom let's be real i used to feel like i was a bottom I used to feel like I was mm-hmm. the bottom of all bottoms. Like, I used to feel like... The baddest bottom. Yeah, I'm so dainty, don't touch me. Like, it's giving... It was given. Okay? So, um... Yeah, the girls know. The girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, fuck off. So, um... Yeah, but now, like... Now that I'm like in a different headspace and I feel like I grew up a little bit and matured, I feel like, yeah, no, I used to not use my piece, but baby, I use my piece now. I use my piece. Can I learn that? Yes, you can. It's fine. But I'm going to use my piece. You understand me? Do you understand me? Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, now I feel like I'm in a different headspace. Like, now I like, I, I really do like. I got a, like a weird fetish too for like booty. Is that weird? Yeah. It's giving power bottom for them, not for me. <laughs> it's giving power bottom for them. Yeah, I like power. So what bottoms. are you giving? I'm giving like, well, I always say like, you know, I'm I'm in a happy, healthy relationship. But if I wasn't, I'm topping these niggas. That's that's what I do. Oh. Whether you trade yeah. or not, you getting topped. Like you stop playing. Period. You what? What nigga? Please. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. say what you say in these text messages until we get together, and then, yeah. Now you see yeah. me. Now you see that. Like it's yeah. It's it's not changing. So now you feel like hmm. Might as well bend over as you should. As you fucking should. <laughs> as you fucking. Should. <laughs> No, don't get me wrong. I feel like um, I'm also like not the type of person to talk about sex because I feel like anybody talk about it a lot is trash in the bedroom. Hmm. What you think about that? I feel like if you talk about it a lot, you trash in the bedroom. I don't like, I might, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to prove like that it's what it is. It's nothing to talk about. Yeah, honestly. With me, it's nothing to talk about. Honestly, I feel the same way. Um, not necessarily that I feel like people are necessarily whack, but I do feel like people sometimes they can don't overcompensate. Live up to it. Yeah, sometimes people overcompensate for the fact, for the lack of. Um, 
<laughs> and I feel like a lot of times when people talk about how good they sex, especially when bottoms talk about, especially, especially when bottoms talk about how good they booty cat is, I really feel like bottoms when they talk about like, oh, I got the tightest, wettest booty cat. First of all, if your booty cat is creaming, let's start there. There is no such thing yes, as a creaming booty hole. There is no such thing as a creaming booty hole. If your booty hole is creaming or something is coming out of your booty hole, it's either one of two things. You're either infected and you probably should go see a doctor immediately. Or um, the other thing is it depends on the lubrication. And people don't think that niggas is hip to this shit. Y'all be talking about y'all creaming. No, whole time y'all using like coconut oil and fucking Vaseline as a mixture. And that's what's making this consistency. Fuck out of here. This is not cream. This now is, I know for when I not, watch those kind of porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you watch that porn, you be seeing the bottoms creaming and shit. They're not creaming. That's a mixture of different types of fucking um different types of fucking lubricants. Stop fucking playing hmm. with me. I ain't I ain't oh, crazy. We hip. Oh, we hip well, to the shenanigans. Like yeah, that. the Bucci cat ain't what you think it is. And also I love talking about Bucci cat. <laughs> Such a funny word to say. Also, also, I learned something new too. You know, um, I was on Twitter the other day. Um, shout out to black people on Twitter. Shout out to gay Twitter. And I love, um, it. I love it too. I really do. It just like, if I'm bored at work, I jump on Twitter. It's always something to look at. But anyway, um, when I was on Twitter um, the other day, they were talking about, you know, bottoms. They were trying to give bottoms, um, they were trying to tell bottoms basically the right way to take dick. And mm-hmm. it made me laugh because when he said it he said um i know the secret to taking dick so everybody like oh what what is it what is it what is it and he said push out so you know like when you go into the bathroom and you push out uh-huh so he's saying like push out because it's almost like whatever is going up and coming out back and forth in a you know f- back and forth motion it's almost like you moving your bowels i don't mean to you know use those two in the same context but it's almost okay. like you are something is coming out so if you push out it will hurt it won't hurt as much as it would if you were to like try to tense up and hold on you know and try to squeeze it or whatever thinking that something is going right, to come out right. of you because ultimately that's what it is ultimately that's what it is bottoms feel like when 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 a bottom don't open up when a bottom is not open and they tight and they tense it's because they feel like i'm about to shit on this nigga it's the motion or the feeling of like i'm about to yeah like i'm about to let off or whatever and yeah it's about <laughs> Like it's about to go crazy in here um, Catastrophic um, But yeah so That's ultimately what it is And I had to learn that for myself Like yeah you know push out too But at the same time it's like I learned the real secret The real secret to taking dick Are we listening gays Gays gays, And some women who like to you know Have anal play Listen very closely You gonna need Something to relieve the pain What I do is I get high And I don't get high Excuse me I don't get high With I don't get high using any drug Past marijuana Anything past marijuana (laughs) Anything past marijuana Is too much for me Honestly Okay And I can't do it Yeah I may try a shroom I've been thinking about it Who knows 
But ultimately, you gotta try a shroom with us. Yes, I really want to try a shroom. Like y- y'all been talking about these fucking shrooms, and I've been wow. waiting. I'm trying to get into the psychedelic moment that everybody be fucking talking about. I want to feel that shit too. I want to see Mason you know, Gray in my living room too. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want her to sing. I'm coming. Well, I want her to do something like that for me too. Like I want to experience that craziness as well, and it bothers me. That I have yet to experience, you know, Macy Gray in my living room or Michael Jackson moonwalking in my bedroom or some shit. Like, well, you don't I want, want Michael there because you know he. Yeah, he yeah he going. That's cool. We could tap in. He know what's going on up there. Or down there, I don't know what's going on. Honestly, where he's at, wherever he is, you know. I don't want to, you know, say he's one place when he's at another, but, um, um. <laughs> I'm saying that to say I'm saying that to say that uh, Before we wrap things up um, On this subject of sex um, Just do your thing Whatever you like to do Do it Don't be afraid I wanted to say this And also I'm going to ask you another question Because don't think I'm going to skip over this other question I don't want to ask you Because I'm not playing with you But I want to say To my girls and my gays Do whatever the fuck you want to do Like ultimately If you want to be If you want to be femme And be a top be femme and be a top. If you want to be super masculine and be a bottom, be super masculine and be a bottom. Don't try to have people put the stipulations and these uh, stereotypes on you because of how they view you in the public eye, like as, as like in society. The way they view you, they automatically categorize you and put you in this little bubble when ultimately that's not the bubble you have to stay in. Just because somebody put you in that bubble does not mean you have to stay there. So... I just want y'all to be aware of your feelings and everything that, you know, you you want to experience. If you want to experience what a Bucci cat feel like and you you got a you got a nice little Bucci cat yourself, do that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to bump Bucci cats with, with somebody, do that. The fuck? If you want to just be an oral top and you just want to just do it, do it. If you're a lesbian and you just enjoy giving head or receiving head just do whatever makes you fucking happy because at the end of the day we all need something to hold on to and one thing's for sure two things for certain i'm gonna do what the fuck i want to do with my man okay so yeah that's it um but johnson um og i wanted to ask you a question before before we stop talking about um before we stop talking about the topic of sex and um the question that I wanted to ask you is because you tried to skip over and you thought you were slick. Um, so let me ask you this question. You being in a relationship um, and you being you being a strapper and having a strappy um, or having a person that. Yeah, you get strapped. So ultimately you get strapped, you get strapped. So what if what let's just say what if Risa was like. I want to get the strap now, babe. I want to be 50 cent tonight. Like, what's up with that? No. So, Risa got to suffer in silence because... I mean, I feel like everybody got what they like and what they don't like. So, you just saying, like, you you not into the whole penetration, period. I wouldn't say that. Okay, so now, listen, because you talking in circles now, my nigga, what's going on here? You so no, I'm saying like I'm not gonna let her do that. You're not stepping up on me, period. But, but 
some form of penetration if she is okay. Want to finger me, she can. Oh, okay. All right. Well, shit. All right. We got somewhere. Shit. All right, Reese. I'm just trying but to open the window for to, you. You're not about to one hand on that. One I'm just trying to. I'm me. just trying to open the window for you, Reese. Okay. I'm just trying to. <laughs> not know. trying to open the window for Reese. Yeah. I'm like, you want to let me strap up, boy? Ah, she could get the strip. Listen. But <laughs> she always said if I let her strap up on me, it might make me want to start fucking men because she's gonna be so good at it. <gasps> oh my god! So basically, what she's saying is that she know, and you know what? I always say that bottoms. If it's one thing that bottoms know how to do, they know how to give dick because they know what they expect. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if bottoms oh, really yeah, paying attention, if bottoms really paying attention, bottoms know what the fuck is going on. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah. yeah. I understand that because I feel like the moves that I got is because of the porns that I be watching. Mm, so you feel like you be watching right. certain porns and then like... I watch certain porns, you feel me? Okay. And then those kind of porns help me oh, all right, oh, navigate right. Yeah, navigate the sexual experience. Right, like that's okay. Oh, okay, that's how you... You know, okay, everybody okay, need pregnant. Okay, everybody, everybody need pregnant. Nah, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. All right. All right, y'all. So pretty much the last segment, um, and this is going to be an introduction to the segment, number one. Number two, this is going to be um, the last segment of today's show. Um, it's going to be basically um, a segment where it's going to be called Spoken Word. Now, I was trying to do like Spoken Word Saturdays on the podcast, um, on the podcast's uh, Instagram. I was trying to think of, I was actually thinking about just um, like screenshotting the, the work or the, the body of work and putting it on the Instagram for people to view um, for hashtag Spoken Word Saturday or Spoken Word Sunday. I wasn't sure which one I wanted to do. However, I feel like I feel like now. Excuse me. I feel like now, um, now I feel like I can just put it in the podcast and I can just make it like a end of the end of the podcast kind of thing to wrap things up. So, um, it's not going to happen every single podcast. It's not going to happen every single episode, podcast episode, but it is going to happen and it is going to be recurring. It's just not going to be as frequently as others. Like let's talk about sex or other things like that. But without further ado, this segment is called spoken word. Um, and it's spoken word entries And I'm also going to be accepting spoken word entries From other people So um, you, if you want to record yourself um, Introducing The spoken word uh, piece Or the poetry The poem piece And you want to um, Like I said record yourself And then send it over to me I'll be more than happy to review Good morning The text goes red Can't imagine what it was that I did Good morning turns to good afternoon, and by now I'm heated like it's the middle of June. I text again, did I offend you? Now delivered. Was last night just an act? Were you just using me because your last nigga fell out of your backpack? Are niggas just notches in your belt? Do you ever stop and try to understand how any of us felt? I took to the mirror that night after washing my face. I asked myself, self, am I really that much of a disgrace? My reflection said, it ain't you, boo, it's him. He doesn't comprehend the level of disregard within. And it's time we had a long talk about self-love. Do you know who we are? We shine like the sky's brightest star. We are the peace to complete the guiding light. Our beauty could give the gift of a blind man his greatest gift of sight. 
the love you have for us should reach no heights. No mere mortal should ever make you feel as if you love us less. Because, honey, we are truly blessed. Understand that just because we put on a bit of weight, that doesn't change the fate of love. We are a gem, my dear. And if that isn't, and if that isn't already clear to any man, then he wasn't deserving to begin. Be proud of our heritage and our skin. Be overjoyed that we will never blend. We stand out only in the best way. And when it's cold outside, we bring that month of May. Okay, okay, self. I get it. Thank you. I see now that I am too precious of a diamond to treat myself like a rhinestone. The love starts here as I am left alone. I can feel my color starting to form, bringing forth radiance. Love has now become my favorite fragrance. It's now evident that if I don't love myself, ain't no way in hell I'm finna love somebody else. Amen. Um, thank you. So <laughs> that was pretty much um, it was called I Love Us For Real. And that was actually my first time dropping something or even publicly going public with um, my spoken words. So um, I would pr- really appreciate you guys' feedback. And let me know, you know, um, if that's a segment that you guys want to continue to see, because I actually feel like it's a good thing. And I feel like it's a different introduction. And I'm actually going to be kind of um, concentrating on queer POC, like I said before. So um, <clears throat> that was the initial thing. But yeah, like I'm I'm just I'm really excited about this segment too because I'm really hoping that this takes off because I also want people to get to know me as a spoken word um artist, but I also want other people to be introduced as well. And I want people that's like, you know, um coming up on to come up alongside of me to be able to, you know, get introduced and, and, and get known and and have their pieces and their art be heard as well. So um yeah, hand clap for that. OG, what did you think? What did you think? I, I liked it. I really did. Yeah, it was actually, um, and that actually was um, a real life thing that happened to me. Like that was a real life situation that happened to me um, a couple of years ago. I was really like in a weird space. That came from 2018 too. That was, I okay. love us for real was 2018. Um, I was in a really, really dark space as far as like navigating love or navigating my feelings when it came to love or expressing myself when it came to love. And also, um, I was in a weird space of acknowledging other people's feelings when it came to love and how they, how, and and receiving their love. However, it came to me, however it was given to me, it was up to me to receive that, but it it was a difficult time for me to receive it because to me, it wasn't the love I thought I deserved. So Mm. it was weird. It was a weird space for me. So, that's where I Love Us For Real came from. Um, all right, y'all. So to kind of wrap it up, um, OG, I just want to say thank you so much for um, being a co-star on today's podcast or today's episode. Um, I'm really appreciative. And this was funny as shit. This was <laughs> this was really, really funny. And I was hoping it was. Even though we, you know, we, we did some some serious talking and you know we did some we had some serious discussions we definitely lightened it up every now and again by <laughs> um adding our little stank making it funny as shit or whatever <laughs> but um you know doing what we do best um but i have a couple questions for you um we always ask the co-star um when they switch up these few questions at the end um the first one being um 
what did you dream what did you dream about being when you were a child um well okay first thing i wanted to be was a cop you wanted and to be a cop i wanted to be a cop why did you want to be a cop let's start there stop the violence i wanted to be a cop that was my thing stop I wanted to be the a cop violence. um and then as i got older it turned into wanting to be a nurse okay i always wanted to be a nurse um, so ultimately it seems to me like you always wanted to help people yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the cancer yeah, yeah. in you. You so special. It's the cancer in me. You so special. It really is. It really I love is. that about you. And then, and then, look at you now. You pursuing. Now you pursuing what you, you exactly what yeah. you said you wanted to do. Once you wanted to be, we you pursuing. And you know what is funny? I don't find many people who know who they want to be at a young age and actually fulfill the prophecy. Right. I don't know too many people that actually do that. So kudos to you. Shout out to OG Johnson for knowing exactly what the fuck she want to do and actually going for it, period. Love that for my black people and especially the black people that I care about. Okay. Um, all right. So the next question I have for you is, do you have any future plans? Do you have any future goals or future events that are coming up for you? Uh, my future goal or plan is to finish school. Like, um, yeah, it it mean a lot to me to finish school. Like, cause the day that I'm finished school is the day that my dad died. Like, my last day of school on the calendar is literally the day that my dad died. So, oh, me wow. completing this goal, me completing this goal, it's like it's real personal for me. Yeah, so that's, that's my like that's meaning. my ultimate goal. Yeah, yeah, it got meaning to it. Besides it being something I want to do, it's just like it's it means more to me. Cause like any other time, my dad be like, "I'm hitting the lottery. You going back to school?" Anything he get any money he like if I could pay for you to go back to school I would want you to go back to school oh. to pursue your career so you know it's just kind of like yeah it just mean more to me so I want to pursue my goal and that's so nice school. too because you know sidebar yeah. I feel like we don't ever get to hear black fathers wanting to you know see their children do better we usually don't have we usually don't have the black father in the narrative you know so the mm-hmm. fact that you know we had one and we had one that wanted us to grow you know what i'm saying not me per se but we're talking about you but you know that you had one that wanted you to grow um and wanted to see you grow and wanted to be there to witness that so i can understand how touching and and how important this is to you and i'm praying for your strength and your courage and you know for your intellect to grow and for you to flourish friend i really am because um that's honestly what I've been wishing for, you know, all my friends. Strength and guidance. All that I'm wishing for my <laughs> friends. Um, yeah, so the last question I have for you is, what is your favorite quote? And I need you to explain why to me. Um, My favorite quote yeah. is from a Nipsey Hussle song. So when he say, uh, they say it's uncomfortable when you transition it, but it's so beautiful when you get rich in it. It's a lot more to it, but you know, it's like um, it's uncomfortable when you're going through what you're going through. But at the end of the day, it's gonna be beautiful when you reach that goal, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it, and you start killing shit, you know. You open more businesses with you and your friends. Right. That's what you call. You know, he he talk that talk. Yeah. Or my other favorite quote okay, would be um, if you another Nipsey Hustle. If anybody know his song, it's called That's How I Knew. 
but that's more so like a what they say affirmation. Okay, the yeah. Whole first, the whole first verse of that song, that's a that's an affirmation for anybody that, you know, you look yourself in the mirror and you say that. Okay, so even though like, we're not going... You believe in yourself. Okay, okay, so that's basically what the affirmation is, like belief in yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, I like that. And I really do like affirmations, and I'm actually starting to get into affirmations more, so shout out to you. Kudos to OG Johnson and these two quotes, well, the affirmation and the quote. Thank you very much for that. Um... I'm not really, I wasn't really a Nipsey Hussle fan because I, you know, I'm not from the West Coast or whatever. So I really wasn't like, and I'm not really like super hip into when it comes to rap. I like certain rappers. I do like hip hop, but I care more about certain rappers than I do others. And that's no shade. It's only because of my environment, where I grew up at and the things I grew up around. I only really know or care about these specific rap artists. So, um, but shout out to Nipsey also. RIP to Nipsey. Um, RIP Nipsey. Nipsey definitely changed the game when it came to hip hop and intelligence at the same time. And entrepreneurship. That too. That too, because we definitely don't talk about the fact that he was definitely about a dollar. He was definitely trying to get at it and he definitely wanted to put people on in his life or like you know school people even if it wasn't to put people on put people in places he definitely gave them the knowledge and the understanding to try to make it on their own um and i appreciate that about nipsey and i appreciate lauren london too for sticking beside him through whatever could have possibly taken place um during the time that they were together because i know there was some you know chaos a little bit of chaos and i'm proud of lauren and you know i'm thankful for nipsey because he definitely paved the way and then changed the game for um how we think as far as hip-hop um all right well that pretty much is the episode um i want to thank everyone for taking the time out to stick around to the end of the episode and um i want to thank you all for the constant support I'm so appreciative and I'm so, so grateful that you guys, even though I took a small hiatus, you guys were like beating down my door almost trying to figure out where am I? What am I doing? When is the podcast dropping again? Um, and I'm, I'm so grateful because that's exactly how I wanted this to turn out. I wanted people to feel good when they listen to it. And I wanted people to like, you know, laugh, like, you know, get into the serious moments with me. Talk to the phone, like talk to your motherfucker, talk to your headphones. I want you to talk back like. I want it to be like a conversation at home for you, essentially, because even though I'm sharing this conversation with a co-star today, it's OG, I want I want what we discuss on this podcast to open up a dialogue for you at home. Also, side note before we go, I also want to let y'all know that um, I did a poll um, to ask, you know, what would y'all prefer y'all nickname to be? And Brown Sugar Babies won, so... Y'all, I'm now my brown sugar babies. So I hope that you guys have an enjoyable, joyable, joyable um, rest of the week. And I hope that you guys have a flourishing um, new week to come. So what I always say and what I'm always going to say is no matter what's going on, just know that at this table, there will always be a conversation for you. Hugs, kisses, and brown love for all. Peace, y'all. Be your pitiful child